Hey everybody, Golvin here. Just wanted to jump ahead this episode to make an announcement that on October 11th, this Friday, we will be having a very special pair of guests, at least one very special guest, but hopefully a pair, from a top five world 25-man monk raid team. Uh, they're not all monks, but they have monks on them, and these are two of them. And so just want to jump ahead and let everybody know about that, as well as put out there that we are still looking for Mistweaver and Brewmaster experts. So if you want to come on Monkcraft Podcast, go ahead and email the show at show at monkcraftpodcast.com, or you can go ahead and tweet at monkpodcast or at myself at Golden Versus if you have any questions or anything like that about joining the Monkcraft Podcast team. And uh, go ahead and enjoy this episode, and look forward to hearing your feedback from the, the show, uh, episode 7, coming up here on the 11th. Hey everybody, welcome back to Monkcraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have a special guest, Brotund. <laughs> this is his new name as I'm calling him now. Brotund, how are you doing today, my man? I'm doing great. Uh, just getting ready to. I got our first raid day tomorrow, so we're getting ready to get up and clear out and get to our progression stuff. So today is more of like, a, I guess, because I'm recording on a Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, uh, night, so kind of just, you know, most guilds that do maybe more progression thing, it's like Tuesdays, like, oh, get in there, get that farm, get those, you know, kills in to get into the progression scene on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Um, so you guys just t- take that Tuesday, the, the terrible Tuesdays of like, oh, stuff's broken. Let's yeah. let everybody else clear it up and we could come back Wednesday fresh with everybody ready to go. Yeah, I mean, we try to be as competitive as possible. I mean, we are a three-day guild and we also – so we try to like make those days count. And, you know, I think – I remember more patch days having bad Tuesdays than not in the last – in my rating career since like – just since like Sunwell, Uluwar – ICC, like it seems like Tuesdays have always been really crappy for server crashing and, and all that stuff like that. So um, the guild I'm in, we, we, I think because we want to get the most out of our time, we don't want to kind of mess around with Tuesdays at all. So um, we do a three-day schedule, like Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. And also because you can use that Sunday for clearing up the rest, but also to get that kind of a break from that Thursday raid to say, hey, what yeah. do you want to do on this encounter? Because usually, I guess, their second day, I mean, like I said, most guilds, second day is generally progression day. They you know, try to t- hopefully get there quick enough. Depending. Yeah. I mean, with I mean, older tiers, it was easy because, uh, you know, two, I mean, your first day may be your progression day with, you know, seven or nine bosses. Now with 14, it's almost like <laughs> hopefully we can get everything re-cleared on, on our first raid day. And then our next raid day is actually progression. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, at, at least, you know, for my guild this week, we're able to get up just, you know, we're on the spoils which is our, you know, the one before we're on Thok right now as far as the progression boss. So trying to get actually that one re-cleared yeah, get that uh, done on, on, farm. The, on the first day, you know, but more gear. I mean, all the other bosses were like a one-shot, two-shot, unless people just like herpaderped into <laughs> into dumb mechanics, you know, uh, French fried instead of pizza, I like <laughs> to call it. And so, you know, it happens. I mean, it's one of those things, but, you know, if, if you're, cl- you know, especially with so many bosses, if you get close to that end of the end of the re-clear, it's always nice. Um so I guess I was going to ask you, actually, yeah, if you had any nice loot today, but um, obviously you didn't. But uh, how has your uh, week been so far since it's been a while since we've talked? Uh, has you know, any upgrades? How's the DPS looking? How the fights you find interesting or ones you never want to do again type of thing going on? Um, da- damage has been good. Um, I'm usually in the top, you know, top half, top third, top two, whatever. I mean, it depends on the fight. Like, there's a lot of fights we're really strong on. Um, I think I'm doing pretty well. Uh, last week I grabbed a uh, heroic polar heroic staff off of Mercius and, and double upgraded that, and I've been using that. So that's that's been a really big help in uh, my perform in performance. Um, and snagged a four piece this week, and so I'm hoping to go into next week and be really really strong. Now that I've got like I'm I'm kind of I play the, we do a DKP system in our guild. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really bad at the DKP game. <laughs> like it's it's its own game in itself. You're like, should I bid on this? Because like then I can because should I bid yeah. on this that and things so I can get the four piece and then and I just I just bid on whatever is an up- upgrade and I'm like, yeah, it's an upgrade. I'll take it. Like I'm not worried about gear. I just want to play well. But uh, yeah, we got down Malkrock this week. 
and our last week rather and this week we're working on we worked on spoils for a night and then we're going to work on probably get spoils down this week we were um pushing the first pushing the first half of the fight pretty mm -hmm. consistently so we just need to clean it up and, and get there but um yeah i'm like it i'm like i'm like still still haven't Deleted my character, still, still subscribed to the game. So I know. I mean, I, I, I like reading your <laughs> tweets every Tuesday when you're like, like, oh, good. Like a sigh. I feel like a yeah. sigh of relief from your responses. That nothing's nerfed. nerfed. Like, and I think I, I really think. I mean, the tier's over. I mean, mm -hmm. let's just get around yeah. to it. The tier is over. Blood Legion's killed it for us. Methods killed it. A uh, ten man's killed it. The tier's over. Right. Blizzard just released their five point four. Hey, how do we like this tier? So, I mean, it's over. Like, they're not really going to make any changes. They'll do a little bit of balancing like they did have done, unfortunately, with Brewmaster over the past few weeks, yeah, basically nerfing them by 16%. So, yeah, any Brewmasters out there that might be thinking about Windwalker and say, oh, I better start listening, <laughs> you know, don't worry. Windwalkers are, you know, are going to be safe because, you know, even though, I mean, we're a top-tier melee. We're, we're up there with rogues. We're up there with, uh, you well, know, uh, arms, arms, fury warrior. I mean, it's like, it's a, we're, we're, there's now a chunk of melee. Like it's all yeah. the melee are kind of grouped in a section. Yeah. Unfortunately, paladins need a little love, and hopefully they do because they're kind of on the bottom. I don't know, man. Our, our paladin got four P. Like uh, I don't know. If so it's mainly. Do you think it's set bonuses as well for almost yeah. all the classes? Yeah, I mean the set, the four piece isn't as strong for. I mean the four piece isn't that strong for for Windwalker, but it's still a good. It's still a good buff. Um, but I think that was, was maybe Blizzard's plan all along is to get the increased Windwalker representation is just nerf all the Brewmasters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Like, oh, you're already wearing the gear. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I, um, hopefully people out there listening have actually, you know, if you've vis visited MMOC forums, um, unfortunately it's been kind of getting a bad rep recently. Like, I've seen some tweets going out, people that are like, oh, I'm never going there again. Like, they just say the EJ forums, but Dot, you know, who we've had on the program... Um, has actually, you know, posted a nice, useful damage meter of, of actual, you know, fights, yeah. progression fights, where he's like 80% of the raid's damage. So, you know, 15% of that 80% is not yeah. going to be that bad. It keeps him in line, so it's not like. And if you're playing it right, then yeah, you're gonna do yeah. you're gonna do that level of damage. And which I'm still trying I'm, to figure I've out. I've seen Protwear. Like your your guys at Protwear, I keep mm -hmm. trying to figure out what he's doing, but he's like. Heads and shoulders over everyone else in the raid. I don't yeah, he's like the because... number two world prot warrior. Yeah, he, just, no. he, he basically he's a giant backpack. That's what he has. <laughs> he just puts on a big like one of those like a uh, like a duffel bag backpack style, and he just stuffs all of us in there, and he just kind of carries us to victory. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of it is just I think is you know the vengeance. It's just you know some people are able to get crazy hits with vengeance and it's because you know used to be oh you sit down you turn around right. you stand in crap and you get vengeance they've changed that so now it's you know just being able to tank a lot of stuff and just being able to maximize your key keystrokes and mm -hmm. you know being able to have that you know how much strength how much crit how much all that stuff kind of mingle it together it's a little more difficult to do that hot, kind of high end progression as far as tank you know I'm, i i do dark shaman tanking um and i'm yeah, just like what was that? You're the third tank for Dark Shaman. Yeah, I'm the third tank for Dark Shaman. I mean, most guilds do that. I don't think of really... There's only like a couple that I've seen out there that do the uh, the Let's two tank strat. Together. Yeah, which is really difficult. I yeah. mean, but I mean, I think I think Stars did that. I think they just cleave it down. But, you know, 20 extra eye levels could, I guess, can <laughs> storm through that. But, uh, yeah. um, but as far as like how much damage you're outputting, you know, still even with getting all those hits and getting all that vengeance, it's just, you know... I guess it's just the trinket selection and anything like that, which again goes to, uh, I guess, to what I want to ask you as well is, you know, there's been a lot of discussion on the forums, on you know, podcasts and everything about the two trinkets that or the three trinkets that you're going to go for in this mm -hmm. tier. Obviously, I think everybody can kind of agree, Harmon does that must have. You yep. know, the, the proc is good. Um, the, the also the, multi, the the hit proc is really nice. It's about five percent, roughly, depending on how well you can get. You can get like a Rising Sun proc, and it's awesome. Right, and you it know, also proc off like Rushing Jade Wind and Spinning. Yeah, exactly. Too, so it'll actually it'll do some cleave. If you, you know, if it if it decides to 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 spread that one, but yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, because like on uh, and then also uh, the you know the TED from Seize Crafter mm -hmm. Black Fuse is up there. And then the assurance, 
I think is yeah, shirts is the third one that a lot of people are going for. And again, this is going to come into a subject. We're going to approach it a little later. You know, the cool, the uh, obviously depending on what your classes are in your raid composition, and depending on how you do it, like you said, DKP. Some people have loot council, and so you know, most people are putting the TD up there just because it's kind of like that juju of this tier. You know, it gives you some mastery that you could kind of reforge out of to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. put that in the crit or paste depending on where your breakpoints are, and then the, you know, that nice proc that you can kind of add on as like a bonus to it. Um, the one thing though is uh, that I noticed from a lot of people saying that they really like assurance trinket is that, or uh, it's AOC I think is what it's called, so I just call it that. Um, is the proc from it is really nice, like the actual. Uh, yeah, the agility, the agility. Is, it's like a big chunk of it and yeah, if you get it's super tasty so so like i guess if i mean that's where it comes in at, and i was looking at that and thinking oh you know actually none dropped this week for me but i think i was actually up for it uh before i went to like you know some scumbag rogues so like uh, scumbag <laughs> rogues i can i you know take everything from them i think uh yep. <laughs> you know been burned too many we times know, we know from that. particular that we we were like to screw over so <laughs> But uh, but I mean the, the proc is so nice and that was the one thing I you know I was like hmm maybe that's might be a little better than maybe a TED because if you can get a heroic obviously it's going to be yeah I don't know if they drive one. a lot of that but so it's like heroic warforge would be number one mm-hmm. you know obviously any trigger heroic warforge is what you want to get yeah and then you know after that it's going to be kind of a toss up and it, would that just be based on you know because that's trinket's really about the proc and obviously it's going to get another subject about you know, Fist of Fury mm-hmm. is going to be the one that's cooled down from it. Is it going to be, in your opinion, based on what you've seen in your spreadsheets, that would a, a, a Warforged normal be better than a Heroic Warforged uh, AOC? Norm, norm, Warforged normal TED. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think eye level. Eye level is going to have to do a lot. I mean, basically, if you're looking at, if you're, I mean, obviously, uh, the sorts of consequence drops off like uh, the, the earlier bosses in the tier, so you're probably going to see those sooner. And yeah, if you if you coin it because you're trying to get a chest, or if your raid drops it and it's going to get um, go to waste, or I mean, there's a lot of agility. A lot of agility users can can capitalize it better than monks, I think, because they have actual damage cooldowns that get tied to um, cooldown reductions. Uh, but if you if you come across if you coin a heroic um, AOC, I would definitely use that over like a a normal or a, you know a normal or a warforged normal um, trinket just because of the eye level difference. Like that's uh, kind of the trinkets are not all that bad. It's just I I don't think that the the benefit given given just a, like if you if you keep it on equal eye level. Um, I'd put Haram's first, I'd put TED second, and I'd put AOC third. Just because of how, just because of the, the cooldown reduction doesn't really benefit us terribly much. Well, yeah, I mean, but then again, it's like you said, we, that the proc is nice and tasty, so mm-hmm. it's kind of that one where you kind of throw it up. Yeah, and it was a crit, like, it was a crit proc in the PTR, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll get it, just, that's going to be garbage, and then they changed <laughs> it to agility. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... The, the main thing, and then also going to this, which I guess was opening up to discussion, um, and state some facts first, because, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to be like, you know, you read the forums, you read any forums, it's still an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, it does, Fist of Fury does sim higher on a patchwork fight. That's right. a fact. Mm-hmm. It, it does. There's just no way around that. You're, yeah, because you, you don't, don't, you don't have to move. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to move. It does sim slightly higher on a slight movement fight. Slightly. Right. Just but barely, like a couple thousand DPS. That's enough for some people, but that's what it does. Um, however, on a multi-target fight with heavy movement, it does not sim higher. Okay. So that's the one thing is like you have to think about the raid encounters that is going into it. So I'll give you, let you have your piece and <laughs> say why you think it's terrible. No, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's really why. Like it, I think is is the main thing is that I just don't ex- think I just don't I don't believe the hype and I don't. I don't think it's that great personally, and I I'll, there's there's a few reasons why. I mean, I look at it I look at it like a math equation. Like, what is more valuable for me to spend my chi on? Am I going to spend it on more blackout kicks, or am I, I stack more haste and spend my chi on blackout kicks, or am I going to drop to a lower haste and uh, pick up and do one of a more fist of fury based rotation? Like that's kind of like the, the the choice in my mind. Is that kind of 
is that a fair assessment of kind of Pussifiri? Yeah, I mean, I would say that's a very fair assessment. I mean, okay. my experience. I mean, I do fold it in. I mean, there's still moments. Yeah, yeah. You're there's use there's it times even, when it's yeah. when it's decent, but it's it, I would not build my entire rotation about it. And there's a few reasons why. Um, during the Fist of Fury channel, you're not meleeing, and so you're not. So you lose that damage. That's damage lost during a Fist of Fury channel. Um, you spend if you stack a, if you stack more haste, you're actually generating and spending more chi on with blackout kicks than you are with a Fist of Fury channel. So you're spending more chi using a blackout kick base rotation, and so therefore you're generating more Tiger Eye Bruce stacks with more haste and more and more blackout kick and with and than you do with a Fist of Fury. And that that extra spending and that extra chi spending translates, you know, that that significant DPS. And you know, those two factors I think kind of make they, they kind of break Fist of Fury for me. And Fist of Fury is definitely better than your your tier thirty talent, like whether that be Chiba or She Wave. Um, I don't think I've found a, a use for Zen Med, or for Zen Sphere this this mm -hmm. tier, but um, any chi spending ability is going to be better than your tier thirty ability in your in your kind of rotation priority. But I don't see the value. Like, it, it, that's 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 so that's saying that alone doesn't take into account movement or having to clip your fist of fury because you had to like get out of some stuff or because you got pushed back by a boss or something like that. Like that's just on damage. That's just on on like an even playing field alone. But when you, but for me, when you throw in, I don't see the extra, the juice isn't worth the squeeze to me to use Fist of Fury when you have a <laughs> raid tier that there's a lot of raid movement. There's a lot of like, there's pushback. I mean, the single target fight would be best on is Iron Juggernaut, but he's sitting there knocking you back like every <laughs> 20 seconds when he's doing a siege mode. Like it's, it's just kind of, it, it kind of breaks it for me. So, and, and, and that's also, there's a, and then there's also the fact that our the real proc per minute on our cloak and also our metagem scales with haste, and so mm -hmm. I'd rather yeah. pick up more haste and have. I mean, I'll go through my my world of logs, and between those two legendary items, just doing about fifteen to twenty percent of my damage, mm -hmm. and that scales up with haste. And then and there's so many there's so many things that scale with haste, in a in a, in a windmocker rotation that yeah, I see the. I, I definitely see the benefit to using Fist of Fury, but I don't see, like I said, the kind of the juice doesn't work the squeeze for me mm. to, to, to build my rotation around it. So that's 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 why. I mean, I I'm I think during our we we I'm compared my myself with a few monks, and I'm running way more haste than most people. But that's kind of just my personal preference, and I don't. Um, I'm I'm definitely running with Chibru, and that seems like a higher haste build with Chibru seems to work really well because. You don't hit as many hinder. You don't have to worry about energy capping that much, and um, Fist of Fury kind of doesn't work that well because you don't have a five chi cap, and uh, you can stack more haste because Ascension's not just kind of like flooding your your system. And and one more thing that I don't like, I guess this is kind of my soapbox, <laughs> and I, I hate to like bogart the bogart everything. No, no, just kind of like perfectly drop, fine. Yeah. Drop bombs, but like um, energizing brew is is really awkward for me. And I like. I'd rather have a smooth and steady resource generation. Bit. Like I'd rather get my resources, like my energy, as a smooth and steady stream, than be popping energizing brew more often and getting more spiky, uh, more spiky inputs. Because that just it, it frustrates me. It, I guess it just frustrates me. And maybe this is just a butt hurt and my own like, <laughs> like I can't play well because my my energy is going up too fast, but like I, I can plan my rotation and I can kind of gauge my cooldowns and I can kind of keep my mind wrapped around a fight. If I'm not having to worry about one more thing, like my energy is just going, getting really, really steep really quickly and, and things like that. I mean, that's kind of why I thought our tier 14 four piece was so crappy is because you couldn't spend chi fast enough. You couldn't spend the yeah. energy fast enough with a 10 second or I think it, it was a nine or 10 second energizing brew. It just basically flooded you with energy. You couldn't spend it all. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do enough with it. And um, so I think it's having an assurance consequence while it's not a bad trinket and the, the, the proc is good and it's good for monks that don't aren't sitting a lot, sitting on a lot of haste. Um, it's not a, it's not an end game trinket. So that's just kind of my, 
my, my kind of analysis of it. Well, I mean, and then the counterpoint, you know, coming back in, you know, I'm just like, you just basically threw, like, you did office space to Fist of Fury is what I kind of think of, you know. <laughs> you, you're thrown on the ground, you're punching on it, you're stomping on it, it had that, yeah. you know, the hip-hop music in the background, yep. and it was just kind of like, you know, you're just wailing on it. You know, you just hate <laughs> this, oh, I hate you so much. Fist I don't hate Fury. it, I really want to like it, like, I really want it to be a good ability, but I think it's, it does not do enough damage. If it did more damage, it would be a better, the, the math would work out better, but I think there's PvP ramifications for that because yeah. it stuns and it also, it, it stuns you and it also, it, it does a lot of damage. And I think yeah. back when we had the, tw- like when they were playing with 30 stacks of Tiger Eye Brew on the PCR, it was basically just global, global people left and right. They like just pop Tiger yeah. Eye Brew. Yeah, that's what that they, people all complain about that, yeah, yeah. the PTR like PVP section is that, and, and even so, in the response from when they nerfed it back down to 10, they, the, you know, people chiming in in the thread, you know, being monks saying, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's okay. It was overpowered in PVP. And it's like, well, I'm not PV. I don't PVP. Right. If I do, I do it like just casually as to have fun. I don't, you know, do hardcore PVP. So it's, you know, one of those like PVP nerfs, you know, PVE nerfs to fix PVP. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. I mean, that's the game we're in. It's it, every, every class has it. Warlocks yeah. have it. Mages. So, um, the one thing I was thinking of is it's a great, and AOC is a great PVP trinket. Like don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All your defensive cooldowns are shorter. Yeah. You get all, you can, yeah, you get a crap load of defensive cooldowns. You're, you can burst hot. You can burst hotter because you have that energizing brew and you have lower fist of fury, but, um, I don't think it's a, a great PVE trinket, but that's just my. Those are those are all my reasons behind it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you know everyone everyone kind of has their their play style and, and whatever, but you know. Yeah, and so the counter to that, like I you know I wanted to bring up is is that um, that you mentioned with how it wonks you know it's wonky in the rotation with the lower haste build, and it, it also you know says well you know you're focusing on the DPS and the boss. You're sitting there. You're like kind of the turret DPSer. When you're when you're using a Fist of Fury build, so being able to master that rotation down to a perfect T, you know, you know, it's gonna have, like you said, those outlying factors: movement, boss positioning, um, and then all the, you know, just being able to get all the procs lined up. It kind of reminds me a lot of a Rune or Rut Road. <laughs> I mean, because you you Fist of Fury when you had a proc yep. because it did like uh-huh. five to ten, uh, five to not ten, five to six million damage. Yeah, you're just. You're just like bam, bam, bam. You saw these big triple numbers. I mean, uh, actually seven, like you know, a million damage or per hit. You know, I'm talking yep. about some, uh, like with all your procs and with your uh, potion going as well. Yeah. Um, it, it was just insane about how much damage you could do with a crit. And so, I think that's what a lot of people are stuck in that zone. I mean, it was really difficult for me to do DPS going back to the ignore fist of fury. I only use it sparingly, like I mentioned. It's I only use it if I have four chi. I have all the you know, all the other outlying factors on you know rising sun kick's not going to come up. I already just hit it, you know uh, you know the tiger palms doesn't need to be happen. I don't because I have two piece, so it's like I don't have any procs because mm-hmm. I use actually that's above now because if you have two piece, that's another one thing you could say that oh get away from fist of furies because yeah. if you have two piece, you're going to hit tiger palm because it does fifty percent more damage. It's not a right. wasted uh, chi build. It is free and it does more damage. So it's actually probably I think isn't that better than a tier 30 talent now a little bit yeah it is and and another and something else that i haste haste builds are stronger with the two beat with the two piece bonus because you're going to be jabbing more as well like if you have more if you have more if you're if you're dropping fist of fury you're going to be jabbing more to get more chi for your blackout kicks so you're going to be building more combo break you're going to be procking more combo breaker just just by the fact that you're going to just be jabbing more so um Two piece, two piece and the four, two piece and fist of fury don't get along either. And, well, I mean, and a lot of it it plays in like people that are pro fist of fury, you know, they it's like I said, it, it sims better it, right. for light movement and single target. It's a better sim. It, there's no way around that. You can't argue with the factual numbers. But then when you get down to rotations, lag assignments during a counter, do you have to interrupt? Do you do not have to interrupt? You know, all these outlying factors are going to be I mean. The majority of people out there are fire. perfect. Yeah, Storm Earth and Fire. Are you going to be perfect with your rotation? No. I don't think it was really... I mean, maybe some people are. Uh, maybe Snarfy from Blood Legion. Uh, Just Monk from Method, uh, probably, since they're in on those, you know, world-first kills. You know, they're the... You know, people are probably... All the monks are in those, you know, are 
trying to push those levels are probably all scrambling to try to get in those guilds. So you think they would probably be at the one of the top tier, like the reaction times, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I mean, it's also what your guild does for the monk. I mean, for myself, I just because of I you know since the beginning of Mr. Pandaria when you know beginning of the tier we were really we're good, but I mean up here beginning of the expansion we were good, but then also going into uh, 5.2 where we were terrible off the bat with that nerf, I was just like kind of the utility player because I could do everything and not die, and so I would interrupt, I would stun, I would do all the stuff, so I kind of get in that role of being like a utility player. Now that I'm at the forefront of damage, you know, I try to push myself away from that role and kind of assign it to a rogue, you know, <laughs> make them interrupt, <laughs> make them do all the terrible stuff. Uh, but um, as far as it goes with the, you know, the, the I guess it, it just, Fist of Fury is a good spell. If you have a, a lot of length factors, you know, Ascension, like you bring up, if you're just going with Warforged pieces, if you still have tier 15, it's going to be good. Um, and then it's also just going to be, you know, really dependent on your class assignment. If you're going to be just focusing on a boss to be a turret, if you're going to be uh, not really in charge of doing add damage, if there's not going to be a lot of movement, um, it does come into play as being a, a better priority than, say, going with just a blackout kick uh, uh, damage component, you know, damage rotation. Yeah, um, and I was, I mean, for, when we were doing progression on Galacrest, I was actually told not to use Mr. Fury at all because it was mm-hmm. putting it was putting the the Skullcrackers on the uh, on stun yeah. up, so you couldn't. So basically, when they came over to like when they did the uh, <laughs> the thing to the faction leaders, we couldn't stun them anymore because I was using <laughs> Fist of Fury in my rotation, and they just said, "Nope, don't use it." No, I, I Scumbag no Rotund with that Fist of Fury. <laughs> uh, just wiping raids since yeah, 2006. Wipe, yeah, <laughs> and I think that's what it comes to. Like that's how I use it. I mean, I know that. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like like you know, sometimes you get called out. Like, oh well, look at your parse. You're terrible. It's like, well, we killed the boss. That's my number one goal. Anytime for myself, I we killed the boss. That's all that matters. Yeah, I want to do be- you always want to do the best TPS you can do. But if you if you do like utility, you like an ad about is about to wipe the raid and you stun it. Like on Galacross, you know, if a banner goes up and you have no stun and everybody stuns on cooldown, you are, you're going to want to stun it or the tank is going to basically fall over. So, you know, if you don't have like, you know, Fist of Fury, that's a stun and I I pop that, you know, Nazgrim another one. War Shaman's about to let off a cast. I'm on cooldown yeah. for an interrupt. Stu- uh, Fist of Fury, he's stunned. Yeah. There we go. You don't have to worry about him. You, you kill the boss. And then that's kind of the, for me, that's why I use it for more, thinking about it more often than I do for actually a damage component. Yep. Um, and I yeah, think that's just like you said. A, it's a great utility. It's a great yeah. utility spell. But it, but the main thing for me is, is the, the 3G. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe maybe if, if AOC dropped it to 2G, obviously with the four piece, it's really nice because then you can pop it and it's 2G. But then you go, but Rising Sun Kicks 1G. Blackout kicks one chi. I have three chi. That's two blackout kicks instantly, back to back. Yep. So it kind of plays into that as well. But maybe if AOC dropped it to a permanent two chi ability or something like that, then you could kind of play in with probably be a better cheaper damage component, right? Like if they did. And again, if you know yeah. if there's a glyph to where you could damage, you could remove the stun component, but you could still damage while moving. I mean, the, all the stuff we've talked about in the past, and if they want to make it really, you know. That they really say, hey, this is what you should be doing. Um, like, you know, bringing up lore again, when he yeah. mentioned back in the beginning <laughs> when we started this podcast, you know, that, you know, learn to play low haste builds all the way. It's like, well, you know, yeah, if you're simming, it, it is better, mm-hmm. but in practicality, it isn't. Just when yeah. you actually do the encounters. Um, I mean, maybe for normal too, I mean, where they doing heroic sims that we can get all that stuff, you know, with a heroic. And, there, and there's a lot of bugs. It, all that kind of stuff. And I, I yeah. think that, and there's a lot of bugs that, Ended up needing to be fixed with Windwalker before the, the, the patch went live. I think that um, I think Rushing Jade Wind was bugged and where your clones were getting the the damage reduced properly. So <laughs> yeah, they were they doing, were so you're doing like two hundred and sixty percent damage with two clones out. It was just it was kind of crazy. But like um, I mean, that's Fist of Fury is probably going to be the the, the 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 highest priority ability that they want to probably take a look at when they you know roll out the changes for six for six zero. And I also believe that 6.0 is going to change our mastery again. So <laughs> yeah, oh, most be, be aware. Like, we'll have a lot of abilities. Defense against the Dark Arts t-shirt of <laughs> Warcraft. I mean, we're going to have everything changed, I think, in 6.0. I think us and Mistweaver, even though we're good, like you think about representation and how much damage numbers and healing they're putting out, it's just they didn't get it right and they need to rework it to make it so that it's more enticing because right now I avoid mastery like it's the plague. Yeah. 
Well, I want to get into. I wanted to unless I have to. I mean, but here's I, the thing with. I mean, I want to. Is it still like sixty percent? Like, is there a threshold you want to get to that makes it actually? Good? I don't think secondary stats really matter that much anymore for for Windwalker. I mean, agility is agility is such a strong stat for us that none of the other, none of the other ones even come close. And so, in terms of reforging, like, yeah, find your ace cap definitely, and then you you know play around with crit or mastery, but. Um, it, it kind of depends on the encounter. Like you're, if you if you're hitting a wall, if you're hitting kind of a wall where yeah, there's a stiff DPS check in the middle of a fight. Like you know, say we get put up against another spine Deathwing, where you have to like pop all your cooldowns and pop everything. Like yeah, yeah you're gonna want tons of mastery so you can have mm-hmm. tons of, of brew stacks. But and then some fights you, you just it's not that critical, so you may want to go more towards a crit build. But in general, the, like the delta, I sent it the other day, and I think the delta between all like I did, I found my haste cap, so I just kind of said, "Here's my haste cap," and then I'm going to move all of it into crit or all of it to mastery. And the difference was like two percent. It's not that big a like it's not that big a deal whether we have crit or mastery. It just kind of depends on the encounter and the and and what what's happening in that encounter. But I think yeah, and that, it, that's it's like the big, yeah, determining factor. Yeah, and that's also like with Fist of Fury as well. I mean, that's the determining factor is what's going on in the encounter. Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, it's unfortunate that, you know, you know, it just looks because it just looks it's such a, there's a cool animation. Yeah. I mean, the numbers fly <laughs> up. It looks all cool when you're doing it. That's like leveling up when I, you know, even though I only leveled from uh, 80, uh, yeah, level 80, like a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I want to get to 90 as soon as possible so I didn't miss any raids. But even through that, you know, 10 levels, that's the one I spell I love the most because it's like you're you're hitting a bunch and it just like that's how monk feels like it's yeah it's you, like can, that you can look at the spell. health bar of the thing you're attacking and just see it just chunks is flying off of it mm-hmm. yeah like, every yeah, time you hit awesome. it, it hit just chunks down and you know even when I'm doing stuff now like I like using that ability more than like you know even though it's not you know a higher DPS mark but for raids when you're pushing that nth degree you're trying to do you irk out as much damage as you can without you know, your rotation, you know, trying to get as perfect yeah. as possible without dying and avoiding all the mechanics like thermal pools or, you know, wind, wind, uh, wind storms or, yeah. uh, you know, bats on Thok, you know, all that kind of crap that goes on in these encounters, you know, not getting eaten on Thok when you're trying to run away from them. Right. You know, you know, anything out there that happens or in garage, you know, dodging the desecrates, also MC, I mean, all this stuff happens that just makes it to where a, an ability that makes you stationary like a turret. That right. You have to have to have the boss in front of you, yeah. and within it melee a range, at some point. It, it's just—I mean—and yeah. it's unfortunate because you know, it's like a, it's like one of those arguments that have been going on and still goes on all the time. <laughs> there's people are for it, there's people against it. People say, "Well, I'm parsing really well when I use it," and people saying, "Well, I'm parsing really well when I don't use it." So right. it's like whatever—if you can play better with Fist of Fury in your rotation as your main ability, and you can still put out great numbers for yourself and and still be able to. You know, help your guild kit boss kills, and that's you know awesome. That's good, but yeah. in practicality, from my experience, from yours, Rotund, a higher haste build gets you more T more uh, Tiger Bruce stacks, gets you a constant sixty percent buff, which is I think kind of how they have us geared for, at least in their simming, is almost to have a constant sixty percent rolling if you can. It, it just ends up playing better, and it plays more. It's more friendly to mistakes. It's more friendly for. Um, you know, being able to swap, uh, you know, on bosses or on targets like on spoils when there's so many targets up, when you have to put out a clone to do another, you know, rushing jade wind spam. I mean, all this stuff happens, and you're able to still get your other rotation, like get your rising sun kick and all that uh, tiger palm and all that stuff up. Yeah. Um, and, and still and not go crazy and not feel like you're getting overwhelmed because sometimes I think that's what happens with a lot of rotations. Like warlocks were like that for a while. Mages were, and I think vanilla like that. Unless it was yeah. just like two 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 one or something. Yeah, like it was that. like shadow bolt spamming. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes it was like a lot of it was you like or uh, in Wrath of Lich King warlocks, like you had to get your dots up, you had to which dot which curse. Oh, you mm-hmm. had to swap. You do all the stuff. It just becomes like you're basically just doing things constantly. Yeah, there's and a lot if you of mess one up, is a difference between 10k DPS and 50k DPS, and that's the problem with that can kind of suck people into Fist of Fury. Is that if you're not good at it. If you find out that, like, well, I'm not really doing well, I'm missing a lot of Fist of Fury, I'm not getting Chi well good enough, my RSK is falling off on targets, my Tiger Pump's falling off a lot, yeah. then avoid it. Because it's just going to basically, it just steamrolls. And you just kind of turn into that, you know, why are Windwalkers bad person? Because you're just, 
you're just not able to keep up with everything to the ma- to like the nth degree. Right. And there's people out there that can do that, and you know that's like it's more power to them type of a thing. Yeah, um, most stuff like yeah, it's there's a lot of conditionals attached to using fish to free well, and if you can if you can fight, you can slip into that groove and slip into that zone and know um, know how to use the tool, then yeah, it's great. But I think from from a heroic race perspective, like yours and mine. It's it's not as it's less forgiving and and it doesn't provide that much extra you know it's point seven more DPS to use it where it could potentially get you killed or potentially you know fail an encounter or something like that so it's yeah it, it could wipe your raid and that yeah anytime there's an ability that can wipe your raid unless it's like a farm boss and you're like mm-hmm. whatever yeah YOLO, unless you're just like I'm YOLO just, YOLO uh, or, yeah you know, yeah. it's kind of <laughs> like when when pre when paladins on on you know, when someone's trying to parse, you could tell because they're like, they take Blade Storm on a where like a Paragon's, and yeah. it's like, well, they're just gonna heal up. Why are you taking Blade Storm? Yeah. And they just take it, and then you're like, okay, and then you bop them, and that yep. you know, it's kind of like that. <laughs> like it's a farm boss, you know, it's like nothing. No one's taking it really too seriously. You know, you can kill it in like a a one or two or three shot, or you know, you could kill it relatively easily. So uh, um, you know, people right. usually are lenient with that. But if you're pushing that progression fight. You know, doing something yeah, that you, may wipe your raid is going to lose you your roster spot, unfortunately. Right, that, that's you want to be happened. a reliable player. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just think about it. whenever you th- like, <laughs> whenever you think about Fist of Fury, just imagine a rogue being behind that ability, and then, <laughs> and then you think, oh no, rogue will take my spot if I if I do, if I do this ability. Yeah. Um, but uh, but again, like you know, I wanted to get this this discussion out of the way, and I have you here. I know I don't have Callie here, unfortunately. But uh, no, she, take, she's she's on the other side the other, of the coin. Like yeah, she, I mean, if he, and it, yeah, she fights if, for it. Yeah, and, tweet, tweet at her too at uh, at Callie Monk EJ if you want to have any if you want to get her you know more of the the Fist of Fury side. I mean, it's that again. It's it part Sims higher. It is a better ability to use in a single target rotation. Um, unfortunately, in my perspective, this tier really doesn't have it. There's Juggernaut, somewhat of Garage, but not really because he moves a lot. And so that's the one thing is like. It's such a situational ability. It's kind of like a Rushing Jade win. I mean, you're not going to take Rushing Jade win for Iron Juggernaut. You're just not. But you're going to, I mean, maybe not even uh, uh, Kokron Shaman. Maybe not not Malkarok. Because, you, you know, unless you want to, like, just, you know, get kill the things down. It's, and again, it depends on yeah, the strategy. I mean, that's I mean, all what I it take, is. About. Yeah, I mean, I take Rushing Jade win on Malkarok on Heroic because you do have those ads that yeah. you know, they, they need to die because yeah, I mean, they, it depends on your class makeup you too I mean, if you have like a bunch of rogues if you have a bunch of warriors and it's you you're mm. probably not going to do that because they're just going to scumbag it up right. to steal all the or kills you know, yeah or right, yeah, Red Pally uh, DKs I mean you have to think about what kind of classes you have there that do a lot of cleave also depending on gear I mean cleave yeah. trinkets all that kind of stuff really plays into how you what kind of talents you choose um, I guess that will go into the last thing I wanted to talk about. Getting away from the, the big elephant that was in the room has now been slain. <laughs> At least for this week, until we have, you yeah, know, until, until comes, we have more people on the zombie comes up again. To slay. Yeah, it's just like a, it's, it's a zombie elephant, so it'll just resurrect and come after us again. But um, yeah. uh, going into talent choices that you've noticed uh, in this tier so far, obviously you're up to spoils heroic. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of where the, you know, the end of the last three are. I think pretty simple. It's you know Black Sea, you know, uh, Black Fuse is going to be um, uh, Zwen uh, or Shwen, Shen. People say it, the Tiger guy. Yeah. Uh, Paragon is going to be the Tiger guy. I mean, I haven't really actually looked at the heroic mechanics yet too much, but from what I saw, it looked the same. Yeah. And then Garrosh is going to be um, Tiger Eye as well. I mean, uh, Tiger guy, not Tiger Eye. But uh, I mean, just based on what I can tell. I, I mean, but again. I, I guess Garage does again depend on your raid makeup because you still need to. Rushing Jade Wind could be really good for being able to clear up the uh, MCs really well, depending on how your guild plays at that strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe Rushing Jade actually might be a good talent choice to take, um, it, depending on your class makeup. I mean, if you have no uh, Warriors with Blade Storm, Scumbag Warriors with Blade Storm, or Combat Rogues <laughs> or DKs, yeah. then you're going to want to pick up Rushing Jade Wind to clear those ads out. Um, but then I guess going back into the ones right now, what would you, what would you recommend or what have you noticed to be like a little better in your handling of mechanics? Or at least, I mean, again, this, this is going to play into guild strategies. A lot of guilds do things differently. I mean, I think any, I think this, this may, it depends on whether you call Russian Jade win padding or not. Um, 
I have found that any any fight with ads, basically, I will take Rushing Jade win. Not because I want to like just be on top of the meters or whatever, but Rushing Jade win actually does really good start, single target DPS. And so, if you are ever, if, I mean, if you're in a fight where you can get an extra chi by using Rushing Jade Wind, you're, you're basically increasing your single target damage by taking an AOE spell. Mm-hmm. So you're getting chi. I mean, you're getting chi and you're getting single target damage from Rushing Jade Wind. You know, and the other stuff and, and the cleave damage is kind of just kind of icing on the cake a little bit. Um, so, so like for Paragons, then that is since it's, it's three targets, right? That give right. you that chi. So then that would be actually a good one then to use on. Yeah. Then Rushy J would be actually be a bonus. Just yeah, because just, it's, it's, but doing doing SCF. Well, I mean, then again though, because then you can also do like your uh, Storm Earth and Fire Clone, and that'll be better single target damage on the actual boss because those those uh, procs or would it be? Do you no, think, not not with Storm Earth and Fire really, because um, that I mean they would get they do more single target damage to their targets as well and it's not really i mean everything on claxi heals up once one dies so that's mm-hmm. kind of just kind of padding damage but um but you're, what you're doing is you're doing like i would i would say i haven't i guess i haven't need to kind of like do a little, some napkin math with this but i would think that the single target damage contribution as well as the chi that you get from cleaving the ads ends up being more than your zhuen cooldown like that would be because uh, keep in mind that one cooldown is also the tiger, like the crackling tiger lightning, and so that hits three ads as well, and that's you know yeah. that's padding, and that's and he and he does he does decent single target damage, but his his main, I guess he is the best choice for a purely single target fight. But I really like Russian Jade Win just because you get you increase your single target damage by. It's kind of like how like shadow priests will dot up stuff to get extra sh- extra like shadow orbs and warlocks will do that to get extra soul shards and things like that. It's, yeah. it's kind of the same thought that you're using an AOE spell, but it's also giving you more resources to do single target damage. So um, I think so. In terms of talent choices, like pretty much I will use Yuen. On, I'll use Yuen on like uh, Norshin and Shaw Pride and Iron Juggernaut. And I think that's probably I'll probably use it on Thok as well. But I think for the I'm uh, I'll see about Thok Rogue. Probably not Thok Rogue because of those bats. Because you do have I, to yeah, I'm, I'm, do I'm, good decent damage to them. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I, I yeah, I mean, kind of haven't haven't gotten that far in my studying. I'm, I'm kind of falling behind on the heroic mechanics a little bit. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of my thoughts on, on talent on tier 90 choices for, for, for that. And, and for the most part, I'll switch Chibru. I'll use Chibru with uh, Russian, use Chibru with my Zhuen and I'll use Ascension with Russian Jade Wen just cause you need that extra energy to, to keep up time on, on RGW. And uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a good, good choice to do. And the one thing too, is thinking about even further, you could pick up AOC just for the, like you said, for the EB, cool to, to use that. If, mm-hmm. I mean, again, this is like playing probably with people who want to do like parsing or anything like that. I mean, because right. you have to see how it plays in, but you could probably pick it up for that EB. Yeah. Or in our, our like, a, and to keep target. Yeah, yeah, so you could do a Chibru. A Chibru, yeah. Chibru AOC combo mm-hmm. with Russian Jade Wind and, and, and be good. So, yeah, that's also, that's also a possibility. I just. I'm gay for haste, so I will get as much haste as possible. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Not therefore, so. So, so you're gonna, are you not keeping to that? What is it? Ninety-three fifty cap. I'm up, yeah, to, I'm up cap to about ten thousand five hundred haste right now. And so, okay, and, and I'm, I know I'm not, I'm I'm not having any capping issues as long as I'm okay. using. I mean, if I'm using Chibru on a single target, I won't have capping issues. And if I'm using Russian Jade Wind in a cleave scenario, I won't have issues there either. But. If I'm using Ascension without much haste, I will. I'll, my mind is blowing up because I can't keep up. So, so it's really going to be dependent off, obviously, on the fight. Like, say for spoils, for example, you're going to be having Rushing Jade Wind constantly yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, with all the ads that spawn, you know, you want to constantly have a flow of ads to the, in that encounter. Mm-hmm. So that's something that Rushing Jade Wind Ascension would be a lot better to have. Um, and then we're something that is like, you know, Paragons, for example. You know, you want to keep using it, but 
you also want to use your other abilities because you have to burst down this at this first yeah. this got target. Like on Prime, for instance, if you know when you're on that guy and Amber pops up, yeah. you probably you may even want to go Chibru for that because you want to be able to bam bam pop yeah, like you an eight, eight stack Tiger Brew well, and go on it. And I'm, or, or, if, I'm not, if I'm mistaken on heroic, like what you have to with, with Corvin the Prime, like he he casts Amber on like any target that goes fifty percent. But on heroic, that the amber's immune, or that target's immune to damage. So basically, what you need to do is, is you actually have to. Oh, okay, so you have to bring one down to fifty. Yeah, and pop it. Okay. So you have to bring one lower than fifty, pop it, and then kill Corvin before he actually has it come up again. Because I yeah, because the amber has a like, amber has like a thirty second cooldown. On yeah, and then he'll do it again, and then it's like, oh well, great. Yeah, so that's need- probably that's probably what's causing a lot of guilds that might be there having a struggle with it because yeah. you have to be able to. Um, you know, kill the. That's a big the, the amp- kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, I me and all the bosses are kind of like that. From what I see, I mean, like on normal, you can kind of just ignore a lot of the mechanics because you just have so much DPS from right. heroic kills up till that point. Outgear it basically. Yeah, you basically outgear it, so you can. I think this last week we actually we didn't even have a catalyst go out. Like he oh, just really? did the initial one, <laughs> and that was it. And he was dead before he even had a chance because we blew lust there because he's the most deadly one, at least for us. I mean, yeah. we just didn't care about what happened there. Yeah. Um, and like you know, use potions and cooldowns on the on the dissector guy to get rid of him right away. And so like the two of the ones that have possibility of you know ha- causing problems, we just kind of just eh, let's get rid of him. Let's yeah, kill the yeah. boss. Let's just take him out of the equation. Yeah. And then now that we're you know on Thok now, so it's like we have. This siege crafter and then the that one is going to be kind of interesting. When we're like, okay, how do we do this boss again? You know, have to relearn the encounter almost because with all the heroic mechanics. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. I, di- I didn't think about that, but just having Rushy Jade win on a three target plus fight just for the chi generation because it does generate chi, and then again, that's going to go in with like ascension to also be there. That way, you can spam it because I have been using a, going between ascension and chi brew on uh, during especially for training for uh, spoils. Uh, end up sticking with Chibru just you know to get burst down like certain things, um, but then thinking about it, well you know go with Ascension that way you know especially with the uh, and the higher haste build might actually be a little better because I was actually running into problems where I was having to use uh, 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 energizing brew a lot just because you're running out of you know constantly yeah. spamming it, and so uh, that's gonna be something I'll actually have to try out to, uh, tomorrow. When I uh, when we go back into reclear spoils and then um, watch your DPS go up by like 50k and you're like oh that was easy <laughs> well yeah I mean like like well from what I've seen from my experience around 300k is about average what you see mm-hmm. for monks um, I mean it, it also depends on your your pulling pattern and what kind of like I wish every box was those four or those like eight quillion because. Yeah. Then I could pop all my SEF clones on them and just go to town and blow everything up. I know. And then your DPS goes through the roof. Um, it's like it's like an old school uh, Tom and Jerry cartoon where it's just a big cloud of dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not like that. Unfortunately, it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Roten, anything you'd like to add before we kind of wrap it up here? No, I mean, um, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm a little butthurt that the tier is so. It seems like the tier is not going to last as nearly as long as I, I kind of wanted it to. And maybe that's a good thing or a bad thing because, like you know, like we said, kind of like the heroic guilds, of, like the, the the bleeding edge guilds have already killed everything in in less than three weeks time. And you know, guilds like us, like we're already like eight or nine or ten mm-hmm. bosses in, and well, and it's only going to get easier because we keep getting well, because we have so many bosses on farm. Like we're going to get a ton of gear, and just I think we're going to outgear um, the final fights of the tier, and that kind of bums me out a little bit. But at the same time, I'm kind of I kind of got used to having like a one day raid week back in TOT, and it'll be nice yeah. to get back to that <laughs> as soon as we'll possible. Be, but it'll probably be two days though. Even I mean, depending on if you have a five hour yeah. raid day. Uh, just because there's so many bosses, I mean, even if you one-shot everything, you could probably get like 10 in a day. Yeah. If you're lucky, maybe 11 if you're really fast. But it's like constantly pulling, no one swapping out, no loot discussions, like you're rolling everything. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that. Like it, when it happens, you know, stuff like that happens. But uh, Yeah, if we were lucky back in TOT, we'd get, we'd get Rod yeah. End down in one night. But um, <laughs> most times we had, most times we either got stuck on on Shen or, or something or like that Animus. too. Yeah, right. <laughs> which I think is going to be a spoils of the uh, is going to be the spoils Probably. is or paragons like those two are going to be like the the dark animus encounter where it's just like one person does something wrong like a, they don't do set to blow correctly yep. or they they accidentally don't like you accidentally don't get the the guy down before fifty percent 
yeah. before you know the uh, prime is. Or someone clicks a just clicks a box and you have two oh, larges yeah. up at the same time and it's like yeah. oh. oh well, that's, or you know, we had a uh, one of the funniest things is uh, on uh, during our training on swells was uh, having uh, someone on the wrong side on accident and then having to run over and instead of clicking the lever he opened a box and then clicked the Oops. lever and left. So we're like. Oh, there's a small guy over here. Why do we have extra small? And then we end up wiping, uh, not so, as a result of that, but it's just like some scumbag came over and like tried to wipe our, our side by opening up a small. <laughs> yeah. Didn't LFR just open up this week and doesn't that have yes, spoils in it? I like, don't. isn't that going to be just yes. the trolliest encounter it in already the world? Is. Yep. It already is. I mean, I had a couple of gillies in there and they're just not having fun with it. It's just so like, it's, let's click all the boxes. This is yeah. going to be great. Or, or just not even realizing you have to split the rate up in two, so they're oh, all on yeah. one side. Ugh. And realizing after like the third or fourth wipe that that's what you need to do to go on the other side. So, yeah, stuff like that happens in LFR. So anybody out there that might be trying to, it might be in a normal mode guild, you should thank your normal mode guild. Yes. <laughs> even or flex guild. I mean, even a flex mode guild is going to have a lot better time than the lfr guild uh just because of the you know just it's lfr people just like to troll when they go in there yeah. um so i guess that's going to be it for this week on monkcraft podcast thank you rotund for joining you can always reach rotund at salty eric on twitter uh eventually uh he'll be streaming on twitch or you stream or any of that kind of stuff oh, i need to yeah so we can make point. fun of how bad he plays <laughs> so you can see like his tiger his tiger palm <laughs> is still not up Oh, it happens to be all like when I when we kill a boss and I see a parse, I'm like I should have parsed better on that. And I look at my thing, it's like I had five five to seven seconds of no TP. What was yeah. I doing? Like oh my god, I like have, face a face pump. I have a gigantic power aura on my screen that that has a <laughs> icon. Of, of, oh, I do. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I still miss it because it's like, or you're like, oh, I thought I hit that, and then like yep. you realize you look back and you got parried because you were in front of the boss for a second, and it just got that one ability got parried, and you're like, uh. Severe note. Severity now. Yeah, it's like that's uh, that's what it is. Severity and it's like rogue behind that button. Like I said, that yeah. rogue's behind that button. Again, that yeah. has uh, been Minecraft podcast. Me. Yeah, no, no problem. If this has been Minecraft podcast, if you want to reach the show, go ahead and email us at show at minecraftpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at monk podcast. Uh, you can follow myself on Twitter at golden versus. Or uh, I'm actually been trying to stream. Uh, first kills on twitch.tv slash golven uh, and then also all my kill videos youtube.com slash golven versus I have all of them up there up to spoils I uh, just uploaded that this morning so uh, go ahead and take a look at those and make fun of how bad I play and that's going to be it for this week on Minecraft Podcast and we will definitely be seeing you soon this weekend for a very special episode so definitely stay tuned we're going to have a maybe a top 5 world pair of monks on the program which is going to be pretty awesome so stay tuned we'll see you then